This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. ...to take a community approach to create a new design for Illinois' official state flag. Turner has proposed a bill that would create a commission to explore new flag designs and make recommendations to the General Assembly on whether the current flag should be replaced. There have been just two official state flags in the history of Illinois. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. After recent FBI and Energy Department assessments, that's likely a House committee investigating holds its first hearing on COVID's origins. It's about to start. There's something fishy going on here, and that's why Republicans want to get to the bottom of this. That's Congresswoman Debbie Lesko. Her fellow GOP House Republican, Nicole Maliotakis, also tells Fox. It seems here that Dr. Fauci was involved in one of the biggest cover-ups in American history when he told us that it was not the lab leak, um, but instead it was natural origins. Dr. Anthony Fauci still maintains the science is not clear either way. And Democratic Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, also on the committee, tells the Fox News Rundown podcast she hopes the investigation is not political theater. It's more important than ever that the issue remain evidence-based and free from politicization, partisanship, and conspiracy. Next hour, another House hearing focuses on the U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan that became a hurried evacuation as the Taliban retook control in 2021. And since then, Fox's Jonathan Savage reports. A ban on education beyond sixth grade. Women eliminated from parks and gyms covered by law from head to toe. That's the reality of life for women and girls under the Afghan Taliban. The head of the UN's mission to Afghanistan calling the policy a colossal act of national self-harm. And the UN has declared Afghanistan the worst country in the world treating females. Two of the four Americans attacked and kidnapped in Mexico are now back in the U.S., freed from a shack. Their two friends found dead in a field. Mexican authorities now say that the Americans were held and even tortured in that red wooden shack in the rural part of eastern Mexico, where officials believe the Americans likely got lost and were mistaken by the cartel for Haitians that were acting as rogue drug mules. Fox's Griff Jenkins, America's listening to Fox News. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s. And less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-888-201-7082. And you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-888-201-7082. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-888-201-7082 now to secure your $20 gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-888-201-7082. Following the attack on those Americans in Matamoros, Mexico, where one of them was going to get cosmetic surgery, Republicans in Congress are demanding the U.S. do more to stop drug cartels and find those who killed two of the four Americans. One man so far in Mexico is in custody. As concerns grow over cartel violence in Mexico... 
White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says the Biden administration is taking action to address criminal activity. We remain committed to applying the full weight of our efforts and resources to counter them. Those actions include an executive order giving the Treasury Department expanded authority to penalize cartel organizations and those who assist them. The Biden administration once again called on Congress to pass immigration reform. At the White House, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. The day after a Norfolk Southern conductor was killed in Ohio when a dump truck collided with a freight train at a steel plant, the railroad is under more scrutiny. The National Transportation Safety Board says since December 2021, it has sent crews to look into five significant accidents involving Norfolk Southern, including a train carrying hazardous materials derailing in East Palestine, Ohio, and incidents leading to the deaths of two railway workers. The NTSB launching a special investigation into the railway's organization and safety culture. That's Fox's Kristen Goodwin. Now the NTSB will also be investigating this. A mid-air collision of two small planes over a lake in Winter Haven, Florida. I was working from my home at my desk and I just heard a very loud noise. It sounded like a tree falling, like a, a large thud. All four people on board those planes were killed. On Wall Street, stock futures are up the day after the big sell-off when the Dow plunged more than 500 points. The Federal Reserve Chairman will testify again today about the economy, this time at the House. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. At Brentlinger and Earl Funeral Homes, they specialize in many things, like preparing and pre-planning and traditional full-service funeral celebrations. But their number one focus is finding the best way to honor a life. At Brentlinger and Earl, they are the experts at discovering and designing a perfectly customized celebration event to remember. Say goodbye and honor the life of your loved one. Just visit BrentlingerandEarl.com and find out more about how they create unique celebrations of life and, of course, professional, compassionate service from the heart. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. 20% chance of snow before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy, high of 48. For tonight, mostly cloudy and low of 33. For Thursday, rain, likely afternoon, mostly cloudy, high near 46. And Friday, cloudy and breezy with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. And this look at your weather is brought to you by Brentlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Buyers and Company. We've got the president of Women in Business Student Organization from Millican University in the studios. Plus, we'll have Tanya Andricks from Crossing Healthcare. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. My uh, 
Apple Watch keeps saying rain starting, rain stopping. I think it's broke. <laughs> Although it does look a little gray. I don't, it, didn't it look different like 30 minutes ago? Yeah, it, yeah, it does look different. Oh, March. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, all right. What do we need to get to here today? A lot. Uh, Tanya will be joining us uh, here coming up in just a little bit from uh, Crossing Healthcare. Uh, there's a lot of things that are happening. Uh, was visiting with Carla Miller, their 2022 uh, Hickory Point Bank Merit Scholar of the Year program. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was asked to MC that again to help oh, nice. hand out the awards to the kids from all the local area high schools. Do you remember how log jammed that thing was at the top? With the, <sighs> it was so awesome. Some smart kids uh, yeah. for sure. Speaking of which. We'd like to introduce you to uh, a local uh, via Finley uh, to Millican University. Uh, her name is Paige Coleman. She is the president of Women in Business Student Organization, uh, and uh, we're happy to have you here. We're going to talk about an event that's coming up this Sunday, but just give us a little background. How did you end up Finley, Illinois, to the campus of Millican University? Yep, small town Finley. So Pull that microphone up just a little bit closer. There. Yep, so I was raised in Findlay, Illinois, so just about 40 minutes outside of Decatur, um, pretty much the Macon County area. So Millican's been something that I've kind of been pretty familiar with um, throughout the time I was in high school. And then when it got time to make that decision where I wanted to continue my academic career, uh, Millican just seemed like a good fit for me. Did the people go, oh, you can't go to the big city? (laughs) (laughs) Not that we are, but... You know, in comparison to Finley, a much bigger population. <laughs> yep. So Finley is actually technically a village. So yeah. our kind of slogan is it takes a village. So it was definitely not so much culture shock because we're still pretty close to Decatur, but um, an adjustment for sure. Yeah, but you get to see a lot of life. I think Millican's campus is, is representative of what life looks like. And, and I think that's a good thing. Learning about other people. Yeah, agreed. And the diversity at Millican is also a plus. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, so um, you, you were a volleyball player. That's that's what first brought you to sort of Millican to play volleyball. Yep, I played um, on the the women's volleyball team my freshman and sophomore year. But then you decided full time business, right? Yep, I really fell in love with the Tabor School of Business, and so I decided that that was more the route I wanted to. Well, you're not going to play time. volleyball the rest of your life, but you are <laughs> going to have to go out and make a living. So That's I think true. that was a good uh, good choice. All right. So what is the uh, Women in Business Student Organization? You know, approximately how many students are in this? Sure. So our organization has about 15 students. That's made up of not only Tabor students, but also students throughout the whole Millican campus. Um, And basically what we strive to do is just network with um, community members and small businesses in the area to make those connections for our organization members um, and just help everybody grow and be a part of, like, what we consider women in business. All right. And so one of those things that you're doing is called the Millican Makers Market, right? And that's coming up Sunday. What is this? So the Millican Makers Market is an opportunity for us to reach out to vendors um, that are based out of Millican and out of the Macon County area. So these vendors come in to... Um, the campus, and we just let them set up their little vendor booths, and they sell their items throughout the day um, this coming Sunday from 12 to 4. Okay. Now, is this open to anyone? Yep, open to the whole community. Okay. So uh, where where is it being held? It, it, the, in the commons, I assume, right? Yep, the Bob and Debbie Johnson Banquet Halls in the University That's the commons. third floor there where they do most of the events yep. uh, like this. Uh, and what will be some of the things that will be on display and up for sale? Yeah, so we kind of have a variety of different things. So we'll have, like, boutique and then like different crafts and artists there selling their artwork. And then we also have a couple services like for photography and some financial services. All right. So a little bit of everything. Uh, And what will the students get out of this? 
So the students um, that are participating as vendors will get their like, sure. brand recognition out there and opportunity to make some money and some networking. Um, students that aren't participating as a vendor and just coming to shop will get to network with these small businesses and then get to see what their classmates are doing. Um, that's super cool and showing kind of their skills that they have to offer. All right. Now, you you have some Decatur uh, businesses and organizations that are actually clients, right? That are participating. Yeah, or, or that you work with, you know, out in the community on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. Uh, Workforce Investment Solutions and Dove and the Decatur Bar Association and some of those relationships you talk about building, right? Right. All right. So what did you get out of this? I mean, you're the president, so clearly <laughs> you've, you've been involved for a little bit. But how do you think it will apply to, to kind of real life once you graduate next year? Right. And I think this event and women in business in general goes back to the performance learning aspect of Milliken. Um, out of this, I've gained a lot of marketing experience. I've gained like project management experience and then also just networking with the community is also a great addition as well. All right. And, you know, sometimes that's hard, you know, because campus life can be kind of insulated. Yeah. Right. But I love the fact that Milliken is encouraging its students to be out and be a part of the community. And it seems more so than ever today that that's the case. I just think it gives you a leg up, you know, mm-hmm. you know when you get off campus and out into the world uh, in a career, uh, uh, you know, that you're going to need those skills. Right. Nick, because they didn't do a lot of this when you were there, right? Not as much, uh, for sure. And I, is this the first time for this event? Third time. Third time. Okay. I have been to this event. I was just making sure I wasn't confusing it with something else. I, you, you saw clothing designers. Uh, I saw uh, record labels. I saw photographers. I saw artists. I saw uh, candle makers. I mean, all kinds of different things. And and the cool part of it, Brian, was uh, to the performance learning aspect was they were eager to give the pitch. You're not just walking up to the store and picking off shelves. It was, hey, let me introduce you to my products. And so it's a great opportunity for them to be able to market themselves, to and engage with the community. And, the, and it was really a good time. I plan to go again. All right, Sunday. Uh, and it is, what time again? Did you say 12 to 4? 12 to 3, yeah. 12 to 4. Oh, 4. Noon to 4, yeah. At the Bob and Debbie Johnson Banquet Room on the third floor of the University of Commons. That's the great big building, newer building. It's been a few years, but still new. Uh, best suggestion, park over in the disc parking lot, and there's a little stairwell to take you right down and over into the commons, right? How cool is it seeing the new buildings there on campus? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, campus is beautiful either way, but it's awesome to have the facilities that we do. Yeah, but it's like night and day from your freshman year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the school for theater and dance, if if you haven't had a chance to tour that, it is unbelievable. But I think you'll you'll be impressed with the commons if you haven't been in there. Uh, so, and I like the fact that you know Milliken doesn't have a wall built around it, and you want the community to come out and participate in things. Right? Why not? Right? Yeah. Okay. So, what's your future hold? I mean, you got another year of school. Right, yeah. You're already planning your, your future, though? You know, I would say I'm pretty type A, so I always have things planned out. But um, future for me, I'm hoping to um, end up in a position like tech management or something um, that's kind of in systems as I'm an MIS major. So. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that you can do anything you want to do. <laughs> you know, set your mind to it. Yeah, right? don't yeah, don't just take the first one. You know, leverage that ability a little bit. Go out and get a bidding war going on. Right. And you know what's really cool here in Decatur in particular, and I'm sure uh, you know, our guest is well aware Paige is well aware of this, is that there are many women in power here in Decatur that are CEOs and head of big organizations and, and you know, really well represented. So there's probably some pretty good guidance to 
and, and patterns to follow. No doubt. No doubt about it. But she's already doing that as the president of her own organization. Yeah, exactly and those right. students are uh, learning a lot. Uh, the, the Tabor School business is cool, right? I mean, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of knowing, you know, several of the deans uh, over there, including Doug Zimke, you know, who really kind of started the whole thing. That's been a great, I mean, to me, there's a lot of great majors, and I'm not putting any one over the other, but having a business mind coming out of a, a world-class education, understanding business, is where our leadership is going to come from. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more, and I'm really thankful for all the opportunities that Tabor has given me and the um, just the people in Tabor, too, have really made a difference for me for my collegiate career. All right. Well, listen, congratulations. Thank you for coming in and sharing the information with us today. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Paige Coleman, president of the Women in Business Student Organization from Millican University. They have the Millican Makers Market. Uh, this is the third annual event at the University Commons this Sunday from noon to 4. General public's invited. Come on out and support these kids. We'll be back. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got a slight chance of some snow here for another hour or so. It's going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 48. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 33. For Thursday, rain likely afternoon, mostly cloudy, high of 46. Friday's cloudy and breezy with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 37 degrees. Your WSOY time is 816. This is Amy from Gustafson and Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson and Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson and Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue Indicator, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Tourism is one of the largest industries in America. Let's bring those dollars home to our community. The Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau needs your help to make that happen. What conventions, festivals, and sporting events would you like to see brought to Decatur? Just let the CVB staff know, and they will do the work to connect your idea to Decatur area venues. To submit your suggestions, call the Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau at 423-7000 or visit DecaturCVB.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. So looking at this study finds uh, thing about actors and how much they make uh, per second of screen time. Now, that doesn't mean the hours of work, as you correctly pointed out, because there's a lot of hours that don't make the final cut of the film. And there's several takes on any scene that does make the cut of the film. But it is interesting, just in a productivity sort of way right. of ranking these, because the people you would think would be at the top are not at the top. 
Number one is Sandra Bullock, almost $95,000 a second. Now, I don't know what that says. Maybe she's a one-take wonder. Or maybe, you know, Tom Cruise takes a lot of takes. No, that that wouldn't factor into this. It would be what makes the film. Right. But what I'm saying is, okay, I remember years ago, we'd do the food drive. We'd have to go to Kroger and do a TV commercial back when they actually called it by its name and and participated as partners. Uh, And we'd have to do, like, Sean Street and I would have to do a commercial. Right. And he'd do, like, 17 takes to get it. Right. So we spent a lot of time there Mm -hmm. to get what eventually ended up on the screen. Right. Basis the salary that you get paid. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how all that works. All I know is that Sandra Bullock's at the top of the list. And, and, And then number two is even weirder than her. Because you don't really think of much about her as much anymore. Just, I mean, there was a time when she was like the biggest actress in Hollywood. Okay. But that doesn't seem like now. Mm-mm. Number two is Ian McKellen at $90,614. Now, is it because he's an old great character actor that gets a smaller part yeah. that doesn't spend some time? Maybe. Kate Winslet is number three. Whoopi Goldberg is at number four. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Tom Hanks, which is the name you'd probably guess, comes in sixth, but he's like 25000 away from Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Matt Damon, uh, Julia Roberts, Bradley Cooper, Mary McDonald, Russell Crowe, Christoph Waltz, Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, the list goes on and on. But down way at the bottom is Robert De Niro and Tom uh, Cruise. That's interesting. Uh, my guess is De Niro will probably race up to the top as they start putting him in, like, just quick little spots. Like That's Bruce- what he's been doing, though, for a while. He had the, the bat, dirty grandpa. Yeah, I know. Anyway, yeah. it was just interesting cool. to see. That's interesting. I did find what Jeff Bezos makes. Every minute he makes about 150k, which is nine million an hour, two sixteen, two hundred sixteen million a day. Right. Okay. And Sandra Bullock's beating that. <laughs> Man, if she could just work some more seconds. I'm telling you, she, she put be... another thirty seconds a week in a week, she'd be set for life. Yeah, Bezos making over three billion a week. All right. Sandra, I, but, get but on what film. I'm saying. Is that we don't hate her for it, we no. hate him for it. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I say we the collective we. I don't hate any of them. I don't know him. Right. But, I mean, I, people lose their mind about him going to space and all the mm-hmm. stuff they could do. And I'm like, nobody ever says this about like something as dumb as acting. Yeah, the only thing that even comes in that stratosphere that I ever hear in sports is a pitcher who only, oh, that guy makes uh, $100 yeah. million only pitching every five days. Okay, that, that's the only way some of that. Yeah. Uh, but everything's out of control now. I mean, <laughs> everything, everything is. is. Yeah. And we know that the NFL, that when, during their three-hour broadcast, they only play 13 minutes of actual work. So we probably could find something very similar. Absolutely. So then I was looking at, because sometimes things feel obvious until you do a little deeper dive and you you go, whoa, it's not obvious. Mm -hmm. The 50 highest paid athletes of all time. Like cumulative career earnings? Is that what we're talking about? Okay. The 50 highest paid athletes of all time. Mm -hmm. So the top income earners. So part of this is going to be length of career. Uh You know, how long were you at the top? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So the first one's simple. Who is the first in your mind to pop up? Well, LeBron's the first billionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but LeBron's soccer, not. you. Oh. Tiger Woods was the first billionaire far and away. It wasn't even close. In earnings? Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, yeah, you, you've got Tiger, Michael. You, in fact, your top 10 are all billionaires. Hmm. Oh, is, is this. Salary only, or it's money made as an athlete. Period. Endorsements, oh, salaries. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
then uh, LeBron to, James isn't even in no, the top five. No, 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 no. He, he wouldn't be. It'd be like Messi. No, wait, wait, hang on. Wait, wait. Messi's behind LeBron. Serious? Mm-hmm. All right, I need help. Okay, then. that's why I'm telling you. You don't always know what you think you know. I mean, I felt the same way. It's like, oh, I could name these off. Not 50, but I could certainly give you the top five. A little surprised. Michael Jordan, number one, mm-hmm. not surprised. His non-inflation adjusted, well, inflation adjusted is $3.3 billion mm-hmm. he made in his career. Yeah. So LeBron's not the first billionaire. He may be the first billionaire of like NBA salary, oh, yeah, but salary. he's not the first billionaire. Yeah, of salary. Tiger Woods was. was a billionaire a long time ago, right? So even non-inflation adjusted, meaning if you just count when he played, mm-hmm. what was being paid, he's still $2.37 billion Yeah. for Michael Jordan. Number one on the list. And it's not even close. He's a billion more than number two, mm-hmm. which is Tiger Woods mm-hmm. at two point five billion. Number three would surprise you because, well, number three and number four, because the, the money that was paid out when they played was dismal. But the corporate deals, all the other stuff, building golf courses, Arna Palmer, Jack Nicholas, three and four, and deck. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So four. Of your top, I mean, three of your top five Golf. are golfers. Two from a whole other era. Mm-hmm. I mean, Arna Palmer was the guy. Then Jack Nicholas came along to be the guy. And then a long time, and then Tiger Woods came along. Number five is Cristiano uh, Ronaldo. So Messi's not even. Yeah, Ronaldo is, is, is the guy in soccer. Uh, number six is LeBron James. Now, he's not done. Right. You know, so we don't have the final total of his career and what that means. Uh, Massey is number seven. Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather is yep. number eight. Roger Federer is number 10. Phil Mick, I'm sorry, Roger Federer is number nine. Phil Mickelson, 10. That means four of the top 10 highest paid athletes of all time are golfers. Wow. And then I want you to take that into context when you got these people, you, you know, now going to live and I mean, they did okay. Yeah, they're doing fine. And Phil won a lot of golf tournaments. He didn't win in any near the number of golf tournaments Tiger, Jack, or Arnold won. No. And then a surprising thing to me, Michael Schumacher at, uh, oh, at, at 11. Say. Yeah, you F1 know, drivers. But... That's, that's, but that's the only uh, that I can see. Well, Lewis Hamilton's 19. Yeah. But if you go through the others, like uh, David Beckham, who I always felt like got paid way more than his talent. Like he was married to a posh spice girl. Mm-hmm. He had the good looks, you know, the gets the movie, bend it like Beckham. I know he wasn't a good soccer player, but I don't know that out of all of the great soccer players that he's like literally number two on the list of all time earnings or number three, I should say. Yeah, probably. I mean, just that's fame being with, which is fine. Well above average. And, and I'm not going to hate on him. Yep. Then Kobe Bryant, then Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. then Greg Norman. Who's known for flopping more than anything? Yeah, he didn't hardly win at all. Uh, Tyson at 16. Oh, that's interesting. TV deals and all that. $875 million in his career. Neymar. Yep. Another soccer player. Kevin Durant. (laughs) That's mostly contracts and Nike. I I know, but you think where's, where's Larry Bird? Where's Magic Johnson? Converse, Converse. Yeah, but, but where? <laughs> you saw Magic that, blow his money. Well, I know. Pick the wrong team. 
he didn't go with Nike, remember? No, but but he he's one of the most successful businessmen. Business but this is attached to your athletic career. But I mean, when you look, when you think of the greats, it doesn't necessarily mean paid, right? Where's Tom Brady? Yeah, where is Tom Brady? That doesn't even make sense. Well, it does because he always took less so he could have more talent around him. I mean, he made his money on deals. He made enough, but he didn't make that kind of money, even though he was in the league for how many years? Yeah, he made hundreds of millions, but we're still at what, like six or hundred? Uh, 21 is at $752 million. That's Manny Pacquiao. Okay. Lewis Hamilton, Alex Rodriguez, Manny Pacquiao. Tom Brady's 22. So you know he's not the 22nd best athlete to ever live. No. The no. things he holds in the NFL will never be touched again, I don't right. believe. No, oh, no, probably not. Jeff Gordon, your first NASCAR driver in at 23. George Foreman, who made a lot of it later in oh, life. Girls. Well, no, that they don't, I don't know if that's counted. I mean, but he made, you know, he made his comeback and yeah. became the likable guy. He made all kinds of money. It has to be when counting stuff like Ali, that. Ali, everybody hated him. Right. It has to be counting stuff like that. Because Tom Brady didn't make seven hundred. I don't even know who Valentino Rossi is. Is he a right a driver? I don't know who that is. He's twenty fifth on the list of the highest paid. He made more than Peyton Manning. Hmm. No idea who that is. <laughs> it's got an Italian flag next to it. He's a motorcycle racer. Oh, okay. Nineteen ninety six to twenty twenty one. Uh Oscar De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. He has his Golden Boy promotions. Nadal. Mm-hmm. Uh Curry. Oh Steph, yeah. Yeah. Derek Jeter. Now, I mean, look at Jeter. 30th. You got a lot of people that didn't get as cutthroat with the money as others did. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was more important to him to retire as a Yankee and play all those years than to go out and make as much money as he humanly could. Right. Different priorities, right? Mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt Jr., I Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor made more money in his career than Magic Johnson. How is that possible? I don't. I don't get it. Don't feel bad for Magic. He was still $615 million. Fernando Alonso. Uh, F1 driver. $610 million. Gary Player, another guy from a whole two generations ago, is ahead of Evander Holyfield and Serena Williams, which you can, that blows me away because she's maybe the best female athlete in the history. And she's 38th on the list. Now, to be fair to her, there's only two tennis players ahead of her, and that's Rafa and uh, Federer. And Federer. Mm-hmm. So she made more than the Andre Agassi's mm-hmm. of the world. She should have, though. Rory McIlroy, at a very young age, is at 43. Dwayne Wade at 45. Drew Brees at 46. Do not understand why Carmelo Anthony is on the top 50 list of the highest paid athletes of all time, but he comes in at 47. He played for like 20 years. Not well. Yeah, he did. He was dream teamer. Yeah, he's great. Hall of Famer. How many NBA titles? I don't know. That's just longevity on that. Particular. Alvarez, Chris Paul, James Hart. Which Alvarez? Uh, Canelo. Oh, nice. My favorite boxer. $525 million. Works two days a year. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably got Sandra Bullock beat. Yeah. Yeah, he fights Cinco de Mayo and then in September. But think of all the athletes that are not on this list. I know. Larry Bird is not on this list. You know what's going to suck about that list is the new $300 and $500 million baseball and football contracts that are going to bump some of those names. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And and, and I, I still, you know, 
of course Babe Ruth's not going to be on the list. But no. you know who's not on the list? Muhammad Ali. I I was going to ask that out loud, but he didn't do anything to make money. In uh, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, there thing. are some un- – if you just go look up the top 50 athletes all of all They're time most, many and put missing. it on the top 50 paid athletes of all time, and it makes no business sense. Nope. I mean, I'm not hating on James Harden or, or, or uh, Carmelo Anthony, but there's no way mm-hmm. their NBA careers stack up with no. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Larry Bird. No. Both Hall of Famers, but not to not upper tier Hall of Famers. Wayne Gretzky's not on this list. Joe Montana is not on this list. Sketchers. Will Chamberlain isn't on this list. Think about it. Usain Bolt isn't on this list. Deion Sanders isn't on this list. Bill Russell isn't on this list. <laughs> Hank Aaron. Tony Hawk. I mean, you know, you go like across. No, that's the crazy. Tony Hawk. He, you'd think he probably could get on. Number that fifty list. is five hundred and ten million dollars. Wow, I would have thought Tony Hawk had more than that. That's a lot of money, Nick. I know, I know, but he's he's got a lot of endeavors. Well, I okay. No, it's an interesting list. I'm not trying to dispute. I, it's, I think it's it, to me, it's just an indicator that one doesn't mean the other. Odell Beckham's the perfect example of that. Decent Pro Bowl football player with a lot of pizzazz, sells the tickets, gets the Campbell soup, Not all anymore. that. Yeah. Well, but you don't put him next to, you know, some of the, the great white, the Jerry Rice. Yeah. And Jerry's not on this list either. And he, Odell probably has more money than Jerry. Neither is Martina Navratilova, somebody mm-hmm. who played as long as Serena Williams. Right. Anyway, there you go. That's a fun list. Good find. Who who made that list? Uh, it's a it's called Sportico.com. Yeah, I like Sportico. Yeah. Uh, I just I found the link to uh, Apple News and then yeah. I was thinking, okay, did any of these people make ninety five thousand dollars a second? <laughs> Sandra Bullock no. does. Well, Sandy getting paid. Sandy's like just she's bringing in like Jordan money. Uh, you know, people running that set can literally say, "Do you know what she gets paid a second? You better have those lights ready." Five minutes late, man. <laughs> we are in the hole. <laughs> This movie is sunk. Yeah. Gosh. All right. We'll take a uh, bottom of the hour break. Tanya will join us on the other side. A lot to get to here today. I have more thoughts because I got to cram like I'm going to be here the next two days. So I got to cram it all into one day. Go for it. Got right. a half hour. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Abraham Lincoln had already made one trip down the Mississippi River to New Orleans when his family settled west of Decatur in 1830. One day, he would climb aboard a steamboat at Beardstown to see if the Sangamon River could carry the steamboat to Springfield. I'm Don Chamberlain, local historian, and I invite you to the Decatur Public Library at 2 p.m. Saturday, March 18th for a free presentation about Lincoln, the Riverman, co-sponsored by the Friends of Lincoln Trail Homestead State Park and the Macon County Conservation District. Hope to See you there. It's the 2023 Newhoff Media Kids Fest, presented by Melanie and Al Schelling. State Farm Insurance. Come enjoy a day of family fun with bounce houses, obstacle course and slide, face painting, photo ops, clowns, princesses, and more. Tons of interactive fun booths, including touch a truck, race cars, heavy equipment, and even stage performers for the kids to check out. Plus the ladies' shopping corner and more. Fun for the whole family under one roof at the Decatur Civic Center on Saturday, April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. 
I can see a summer vibe, but once again, I don't really. It's a guy skateboarding to this song. Yeah, but that's not, that's ridiculous. People on TikTok can't appreciate Fleetwood Mac. They need some guy. Come on. It was a great song before that ever went viral, right? Right, but I'm sure Stevie Nicks took the the, the checks and cashed them. They came from uh, that look, bump. And, and they should have. Right. Uh, no doubt about it. By the way, we should take that list and put it up against like an entertainment, other kind of entertainment list about what people make. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I know Sandra Bullock makes $95,000 a second mm-hmm. of on-screen time, but what does that translate to in career versus Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. Or some of the others. Because we think of the sports people as being paid too much. We never think about Hollywood that way. You're right. $95,000 a second is obscene. You could mm-hmm. feed nations. Right? I, I mean, the, and, and it costs you $25 to go to a movie. I, I mean, everything, they're going to get to the point where you're not, your average person is not going to be able to afford to go to the movies or go to a ball game because they are overpaying talent to a level that there's no way else they can do it but to, mm-hmm. to pass along all the costs to the fans. Yeah, it just falls. And then the Bears are going to want you to pay for a new stadium on top of all that <laughs> to a game you won't be able to afford to go to. It's tough. It is. And then I think about what our nurses are making. I mean, come yeah. on. Now, they're in demand right now. There's a little bit of a bidding war going on there. There's a little <laughs> better being a nurse today. Uh, this but, is true. But you've also had to go through two years of absolute hell. Yeah. And a lot of education and training. Yeah. It's, well, it's I know that that planners. part I understand, but I mean, but mm-hmm. they've had a special kind yeah. of, you know, frontline uh, abuse that just is, ugh, I don't get it. We'll never understand it. Mm-mm. But uh, I, I appreciate them because I've long known that they, they, they run healthcare. This would be true spoken as a nurse. No, it is true. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have to say one. I mean, I can tell you what I really believe. Doctors have no personality. Uh, and maybe that's out of function and form. And I'm not, a, I didn't spend the money going to medical school. I'm not judging. I'm just saying they're kind of, they do their thing. But if you go to the hospital, 90% of the contact you're having is nurse. This is true. Yeah. Nurses are the backbone of healthcare. They, for sure. And, you know, those Gallup surveys, the most trusted profession for decades. For decades. And then yeah. just half our country lost its mind overnight. Yeah. For decades. All, the most trusted. all my life. Right there at the top of the list. Now I don't believe anything they say. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to nurses when they're in nursing school. And one of the things I talk about to them is the power of their voices, especially when they come together and why they need to speak up because they are trusted. And they and they advocate so well for patients and for what is right and good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't say enough about them. I know we used to do like a day or a thing or a party, but I mean, do they still mm-hmm. do that? No. I re- the only one I remember is the uh, administrative professionals party at the Civic Center, mm-hmm. which I never went to, but I always heard it was really cool. Does anybody remember that thing that was? A, I thought was there was something the out at the conference center that was like there was. Oh, I thought it was at the Civic Center. Do you remember? I remember it being a thing. Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm not an administrative professional, so I never went. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember a cool party for nurses. That's the ones that the, the ones that the hospital would have. Like you know, it involved ice cream and I got presents. And, I got you. Yeah. All right. So I have some thoughts uh, that we'll get into uh, here today. Um, I, I, I saw a social media post mm-hmm. uh, that summed up everything that I've been talking about for three years in five words. Oh. And it was a story about something good that was coming to the community. Mm-hmm. The 100th anniversary of the lake and the park district and the city and uh, Convention Visitors Bureau. And they had a press conference yesterday. Yeah, the lake. And it immediately turned into like, you know, all of everybody's complaints about everything. But a lady wrote, anything good 
they take away. And it like it, it summed up life in this vacuum that we know it in social media mm-hmm. is all of these general stereotypes, like define what you mean by anything good. Tell me who they are and why are they taking it away from you? Right. It's, it it, it's all this sort of us versus them, mm-hmm. like that there's this systematic thing where people are just trying to take something from someone. Right. And it's a victimization of our nation, which has, you know, we used to be stronger than that. Like, we didn't want to play the victim. That's a head scratcher to me because. But but doesn't that sum it up in like five words? Yeah, that's a head scratcher because. That's poetry. I mean, she didn't know it, but but, Mm -hmm. I mean, that is literally in five words you've managed to describe what has happened to us culturally over the last few years. Of this us versus them, you know, you know, this whole we need to go back to where we were. Mm-hmm. Things were, I mean, with all of these technological advances and all the good news, how these people go to this negative space, but they do it very much in a way of us versus you. Yes. So many questions. They. What is good and who is they? Yeah. Where did it go? <laughs> it's like, that's a, that's a. That the people who volunteer and sponsor and mm-hmm. work, like that they do that so they can just take it away from you. <laughs> it misses the motivation in life. I mean, it's, it's, it's off on so many levels, yeah. but it does explain a lot about what's going on in our country today. It does. And I wonder. I wonder if that person, where their head was at when they posted that, and if they truly believe that, or if it was just that, you know, I had a rough day and I'm going to put a na- nasty comment down. That, that, okay. I, I always wonder what goes through people's heads if, when, if, they, if it, when it, they post like okay, that. Okay, so for sure, maybe some of that, mm-hmm. but it's too predictable to just yeah. count on somebody having a bad day at that moment. Or, I mean, it, it's you just know exactly where it's going to go. Don't you feel bad for people that that's their perspective? Yeah, I do. I do. I genuinely not, feel bad. I, I for don't. Them. I don't feel bad enough that I wish they just go away, or or they right. just go to their own club where they do it to each other because <laughs> they do it to people. And, and I'm a public figure, and yeah. it just comes with it, and that's fine. I'm not complaining about myself, but they do it to people who are trying to do things. For sure. uh, they do it to Howard when they always say mm-hmm. like they'll go from one uh, riff about welfare people, and then here's what he should do with his money. He's like, oh, you mean you want his welfare? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. You know, they don't even make any sense, like, from mm-hmm. point to point. But it's too predictable for right. it just to be somebody happening to have a bad day. You're right. It was so interesting. Yesterday, Comptroller Mendoza was in our community. How was that? I, I know she. Dale told me she was going to be in yeah. all day. She was in. She was at Richland, spent a lot of time there mm-hmm. talking about the good things they're doing. She came to Crossing, and then she went out to Maine County Law Enforcement Training Center. And then ended the day here, I think, with Dale last night on the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, it was a really cool and day. Lauren. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like um, one of the things she said to me sort of stopped me in my tracks. We were having a roundtable conversation about the work that we do on campus, and she made the comment that she will oftentimes, um, more often than you would think, have people say, I don't want my dollars, my tax dollars going for junkies or for addicts or yeah, for yeah, those yeah. people. And it, you know, Brian, we faced that in the beginning, but then it's kind of dwindled away. And it was just kind of this jarring shock to me in that moment that, you know, 
That's right. There are those people out there. Um, and I forget about them sometimes because I get busy doing my work. Thank God you can't because that's oh, all we man. do is hear from them. It's just like 24-7. And so it was a reminder because I sort of block it out or I tune it out. I don't spend a lot of time on social media, so I forget. And so sometimes when people like that bring that back up, it's like, yeah, you're right. That is out there. You're, you know, we, we do have to have those conversations. Yep. But the thing that I appreciated about her yesterday was she really takes a – an economic or a business approach to the work of the state finances and, and wants to know return on investment, asked a lot of really direct questions of me um, around all of that. So I felt good that, you know, she was doing that diligence. But when she said when she said those words and that that gets brought up to her a lot, it was like this jolt back to reality. Right. Um, and it's more of this. It's 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 people who sort of categorize that they. And and they Mm -hmm. do it in a way like I don't think in their minds they think they sound like bad people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that they feel like vindicated. And I think this is the political atmosphere we live in that we've we've had certain people feed that vindication mm-hmm. like that you are sure. you're the, they're taking that away from you you, mm-hmm. you know and then the they becomes the boogeyman that everyone's afraid of but mm-hmm. you can't really define it so it's red or it's blue or it's whatever it is and, and it, it it just it's so it's not productive it doesn't get, it just creates negative energy it doesn't do anything productive correct. at all correct and i i hear it under the sort of veil of i'm holding people to account but it's not with facts. And no. so it's like you can't hold people to account, you know, because that's what I've heard is the argument is yeah. I'm just holding elected officials, sure. community leaders, fill in the blank. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm holding them accountable by just Correct. passing along main up stuff. Yeah, that, that's that doesn't work either. You can justify mm-hmm. it in your head all you want. If that's what you want to yeah. do. But wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. We can't even agree on that anymore, though. No. The facts aren't. I mean, yeah. we, 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 we don't even agree on what facts. Fact? What is a fact? Yeah. And and now you have that being, you know, played out in, in national headlines around uh, it's, lawsuits. Absolutely. It's it hard. absolutely is. It's but tough. there are a lot of people out there, uh, and I feel bad for them because there's just always somebody wanting to take that down, right? And we have a cool event coming this July, so yeah, I'm just I'm super excited. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Look at the lineup, the music lineup we talked about today. I know. And, you know... I'm, I love the, the notion that they want another generation to have warm feelings about the lake. I have those. Growing up in the 4th of July, watching the park district or the park singers at the, at the lake and the, the fireworks. It's, yeah. it's great. But to, you know what to we have don't have event. anymore? It's park singers. I know. Because they took that away. They, they took it away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got to a point where it had a shelf life yeah. and, and it was going to end, which everything does. Yeah. But we feel like it's unique here. Like it's not just worn out its welcome that it has a shelf life. It goes away. It's somebody arts took different. that from me. Yeah. Arts have changed. We yeah. have really cool programs for the arts in our community. We, we have all, I mean, yeah. if you think about what we have today, mm-hmm. and I do, every time a restaurant closes and, and oh, this Decatur mm-hmm. town won't support it. I think, mm. okay, first of all, you don't know anything about the restaurant business because like 8 to 10 out of these clothes. I mean, mm-hmm. it is just the math. But I look at what we have today and if you go back 20 years ago, yeah. it wouldn't even be remotely close. I look at entertainment venues. Yes. Yeah, did we have more movie theaters? Yes, because everybody went to the movies. But mm-hmm. things change. I'm watching Perry Mason in 1932. I personally think, after watching this show, how hard everything was to do, yeah. like what you had to do just to get something accomplished, the work Right. But there was a reward in that. I think that maybe now we everything's so easy and so instantaneous and so without mm-hmm. thought. You can mm-hmm. just oh, just because I can that that we've lost some perspective yeah. because life's too easy now. I I think so, and I think that 
sort of underpins some of the trends we've seen in physical fitness towards things like CrossFit and, and some of the more really um, tough yeah. types of physical fitness. I think it's because we lack that um, real tough challenge in our lives oftentimes yeah, around I mean, accomplishing a task because we made everything convenient. And I'm not talking about having to get out of the cave and go hunt and gather. I'm right. talking about just, you know, life where there was an automobile, mm-hmm. but you had to chip your ice off a block. To, you, you know, I mean, yeah. life just wasn't, I mean, it wasn't convenient. And they do such a good job of this show of, of sort of presenting an authentic feel of what Los Angeles in 1932 wow. would have felt like. His building, where his law office is, is the upper floors at the Barnes building. It is identical. Wow. The way the hallways look, the doors, mm-hmm. everything is identical. That's and I remember cool. like going up there and walking around, you kind of like feel like you were transported back in time, literally. Mm-hmm. But life was hard. Yeah. And in our youth, we just had to get up and change the channel. Uh, we, we did have, now I remember the, the remote that had a wire attached to the thing. Now, why don't I remember that? Because that would have been like your very early, uh, uh, VCR. Got it. Yeah. Like, you, you know, probably Betamax, uh, uh, we we, didn't when, get one when they were having the big yeah. fight between VHS and Beta. Beta. And we didn't know who would win. And you could go rent one from the video store that I came remember. in a big case. Mm-hmm. And the older, the, or actually the earlier ones had a wired remote for like the VCR. So you're, it's okay. like 20 feet of yes. cord. But you could sit. If you show this to a kid today, they have no idea what the hell it was. But that's in my lifetime. Right. Things were harder. Yes. And with the hard, I think, and I'm not, I'm suggesting I like convenience and Mm -hmm. ease. I'm not complaining. I just think it brings a certain perspective. People Mm -hmm. didn't have time to sit on social media and yell all day. Because they were busy. Work was harder. I mean, physically harder. I mean, you had to do more to, mm-hmm. to get the output. And then we were more tired and maybe didn't have the energy, the energy to yell. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and, and I'm not looking about going back. I like the convenience. Correct. But we got to rein in the negativity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it really, life really started to change with a couple of things. And, and then everything else filled in the blanks mm-hmm. on, on odd and demand. But when we started flying, you know, not mm-hmm. just the business people, but with like for vacations yeah. and stuff, and the microwave oven came into space, mm-hmm. you know, where before that, it was just an hour to prepare dinner and you didn't think of it as yeah. hard work. That's just the way life was. was. So when we started getting these kind of things that we can like on demand get way quicker, way mm-hmm. faster. And then of course with the technology, that's just, you know, compounded everything, yeah. right? And now we expect perfection all the time. All of us do. Yeah. But yet none of us are happy. Reading the story yesterday that we we feel like we're having bad experiences at a clip a hundred times what we felt in the 1970s. Yes. But life is so much easier. Well, it's because it's it's fed to us faster. Okay. Maybe. We re-experience it over and over again. Well, I'd like to thank this woman for just giving me the... uh... The five words that really five words. Um, summed it all up for me. I need mm-hmm. to get it on as, as a cross stitch and put it up on the floor. <laughs> Just see if Shaney will do one. Mm-hmm. Just put a little picture of Jesus on it. Because yeah. that's usually stitch. like the profile kind of thing about I, how Christian they are. I think that you need a, a hat. <laughs> I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I, I'm not about wearing messaging. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I, I am not living my life. I'm not protesting anything. Um, Life is a okay. You know, you put in a hard day's work, try to help out some people along the way, mm-hmm. be a good person. I'm good with you. We don't have to agree on everything. Mm-mm. But these vampires, these, these literally 
uh, succubus that is like a sort of some of these Facebook dwellers. They just, they, it's, it's not even that they take your spirit away or keep you from doing the things. You're going to do the things. It's who you're mm-hmm. built to be. It's just taxing. Mm-hmm. The constant negativity. Can't be happy about anything. So I think you usually point this out, and you're always so right, and I have to remind myself, they typically have 32 followers. Oh, no, but that's why they love to hijack. Mm-hmm. That's why they yes. can't wait. They can do whatever they want to do. I'm not talking about what they do on their own page. Right. I'm never looking at that. Right. I'm talking about what they do when you're in a public page Correct. because they are not happy with their 32 acolytes. they got to go try to, like, hijack Attention somebody seek. else's conversation, mm-hmm. right? I think they go where the action is. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. I oh, don't. we'll send them all to the Herald Review and WND. They can have all of them, <laughs> every single one of them. The difference between me having 23,000 people versus 22,500, nothing. I will gladly give you those 500 people. And in that, if that's how you're selling advertising is clickbait through negativity, mm. go for it. If that's your business model, not my job to tell you how to do it. That's just not what we're doing. So they can, they can have them. I don't know that that's a sustainable model. Uh, who knows? Eventually, negativity is not going to win. Oh, I don't know. <sighs> I can't believe it. I don't think you've been it. paying attention to half this country the last couple of years. <laughs> I refuse. <sighs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the, to the people that facts don't matter in the echo chamber that has become, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people buying into it. I know. I can't let it go. I got to believe the good guys. I think it's great that you do. Yeah. And, and maybe the good guys do win. Mm-hmm. They are. I, but, but, I, but I don't think Always. we can agree with what a good guy is. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that can even agree on that. It, well, I, look, I bet you any customer I, service I person. I took up for Bruce Willis yesterday and got accused of being an ableist. That doesn't even make sense. That, I mean, that yeah. doesn't even make sense. It, when did dementia, proud when did dementia become something that, that we want to aspire to yeah. being a definition of a human being? No one wants. It's a horrible, horrible disease. Mm-hmm. We all will eventually age and become fragile. That's yes. the circle of life. And do we want to be um, taken advantage of in those moments? No. And, and, and it's, 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 not it's okay. also, I mean, I, I'm, and people have gone through this. You know people have gone mm-hmm. through this. It's so much harder on the family oh, than it is. Not that it's heartbreaking. It, I, I mean, but, but people twisted that into something that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I always come back to the fact that I, I assume that almost all customer service people, if they field 100 calls, three of them are just to tell you you did a good job. You know, and, and my thought is that of the thousands you deal with and not the hundred that call, they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. Minimally, they're just okay with it to I'm really ecstatically happy with it. It's the hundred or the 97 in this case. That were mad out of the fraction of thousands. I mean, by and large, almost all your transactions are positive. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I'm I, with I think, you, Nick. I think those numbers have evened out more than they used yeah. to be. I think there is more negativity in the world it's today. Just louder. It's just louder. No. It, it's. It, I think it feeds on itself. I think it, it, it begats, you know, give the Jesus thing for you, uh, itself. <laughs> so when you can find like-minded people, it encourages more of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's a race to see who can do it first or get the most. And, and I don't think that, that may have been private thought, but it wasn't in the public domain the way it is now. 
I mean, yeah, somebody generally didn't, you know, 20 years ago, write a letter to the editor if they were happy about something. Mm -hmm. It was always complaining. So I get what you're saying. But I think there is more to it today. I think the world is a more negative place today than it was. Look at the, I mean, look at anti-Semitism. Look at the stuff that's popping up that that you know there's pockets of that. But then it's like where it's. We give it voice. I mean, look at our politicians. Look at what they say out loud now. I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. But but I'll throw the exact opposite. We now have where like 27 million people will smile and like a video of a puppy dog. <laughs> that wasn't to... happening before. I don't think that makes us any smarter. I don't know. That's I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like it. it yeah, that means they're... they've checked out of the conversation and turned it over to the crazies. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you guys argue. I'll be over here looking at the cat. I'll, I'll be over here looking at positive things. No, but, people... but what I'm saying is yeah. that doesn't help anything. That's right. just you checking out right. of the negativity. But does the, you don't add to it, but you don't. Does you don't. the negativity actually, in most cases, ever amount to anything meaningful? Sure. Violence. I mean, have you not watched what's happened? In the, it, Crime I, rates are down. We had a president of the United States of America, right, mm-hmm. who told the Proud Boys to stand by, stand down and stand by. We have a woman in Congress that has blamed forest fires on Jewish space lasers. And these are elected officials. This is what's coming out of their mouth. That is not normal. And that's what happens when you vote for a party and not for the character of the candidate. Oh, you've got you've crazy got... stuff all over mm-hmm. the place. This to me is yeah, in a red blue argument. No, exactly. It's it just like the, it's the threshold it's of the what character. we expected out of leadership. Mm-hmm. We now want to just own somebody rather than solve anything. I think there's a fear. Look at Mary Miller. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and, and okay, that's three Republicans. I promise I will. This isn't our, but we had 450 people thrown out of their jobs. She still has not commented. She is our United States Congresswoman. What is she doing? She's worried about drag shows. And you're, you are right. It has perforated, you know, the political mm-hmm. landscape, but your day to day interactions by and large can be almost, uh, overwhelmingly positive. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But I also don't separate them as being, those are, personal interactions mm-hmm. when they're on your social media they are having mm-hmm. interaction mm-hmm. yeah I, I guess that's fair also yeah it's part of your life it's part of everybody's life mm-hmm. i hope we can get to a place where we can vote for candidates without fear of our party not you know moving forward uh, and yeah. that's and that's where people vote right i'm now. almost to the place mm-hmm. of just not voting anymore oh but we can't do that why Democracy matters. Okay, okay. that's written somewhere on a wall. I have no idea what that looks like and playing out today. You're not this litmus test stuff. This has been, you know, one of the most infuriating couple of years of a lifetime. And there's always been this. I've done this for a very long Mm -hmm. time, and the the ways of communicating are different. But there's always been crackpots, and there's Mm -hmm. always been people that will go all blue or all red and no in between. And you know, you don't even care about personal character or if somebody's a good human being as long as they're the right. You know, political mm-hmm. color and wrong, right, Which whatever. Wrong. But, but this victimization thing is maybe it's old but new again. And we've had, the, you know, tumultuous times and, and we've, you know, got some really bad stuff in our history. But you, it feels like we're not evolving. It feels like we're going backwards. Yeah. I know. 
I had to get it all off my chest. Only three days. So you five had three days. Don't worry. Don't worry. Then you don't have to think about all this for the next few days. <sighs> oh, but I do. Oh, okay. Because no one else is going to do it. I mean, I who want else you to is? Paint. Uh, 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 I mean, we're not. Who else? Uh, <laughs> if I leave it up to this building, to what ends up on our Facebook page, we will have Nazis there tomorrow because no one outside of the studio gives a crap. Mm. So who's going to do it? You have a job. I mean, seriously, it's easy to say. I mean, I mean, Nick, back me up here. I mean, who's going to do it? This is your station, meaning like this is this is mm-hmm. you know you've taken up that charge. Well, I'm talking about the now Decatur social media. If Lindsay and I aren't monitoring that, who is going to do it? It's why I don't do the social media thing. <laughs> it's I, a lot of work. We keep doing it, hoping people like the good. Well, there's a lot of good there. It's great seeing you. We missed you last week. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Keep up your great work. I appreciate that. You enjoy your days off. (sighs) I will. It's all good. It's all good. That's it for us. Podcasts driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get the, uh, I like great announcements today, $700,000 back in the community from ADM. Big time. As soon as that goes up, somebody will tell them exactly where they should be spending their money. Promise you. Five minutes within the post. We've got a big break for the day. Kevin will be back in tomorrow morning. Have a great one. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. The city of Decatur has announced it will be hosting the state's Centennial Lake Fest, including the opening of the Staley Basin to celebrate 100 years of Lake Decatur. The lake was constructed as a source of water for the city by corn refiner A.E. Staley. The event will be held on July 8th and 9th. It'll be in the marina and along the lakefront. The event will include an arts festival section, food vendors, and lots of activities for the whole family. For the full story, check out NowDecatur.com. Facebook is sending out another round of checks in connection with the class action lawsuit involving Illinois' biometric privacy laws. Nearly 1.3 million people who were part of the suit will soon receive another check for $30 thanks to leftover money from those. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.